Welcome to Voices from the Frontline from the Christian Medical Fellowship, where we hear from healthcare professionals responding to the COVID-19 pandemic. And today our head of CMF Global, Fee McLaughlin, speaks with Alison, who's a midwife in Laos. So welcome, Alison. I wanted to just firstly ask you what work you're involved in in Laos. So I'm a nurse midwife um, and I've had many years of experience and uh, then uh, about three years ago I went to work in southern Laos working at the provincial hospital in Salavan and um, at five health centres and I work as part of a team that works on it with an NGO uh, doing a health and education project in Salavan. Lovely and how has Laos been affected by COVID-19 and what's the response, what's your work come to look like in the last weeks? So if you actually looked at Laos over the last few weeks you would think that nothing had changed at all um, except that uh, some of the villagers thought that they'd heard there was a virus and they thought they had to eat two eggs so they all got up in the middle of the night and ate two eggs um, and they thought they wouldn't get the virus if that happened. That's probably about the only exciting thing that happened. Um, so we knew that China was very bad. We knew that other countries were bad, but we and it's got increasingly bad. But in Salavan itself, up till the last week, I think people really, nothing changed. And even last Monday, I was in a village and you would have thought nothing was wrong at all. Um, but we were aware that things were changing. And even though we've done very few tests in Laos and um, there's definitely must be people in Laos who have the virus. Um, but our government decided that we wouldn't have the virus in Laos. So then they couldn't really have it. Um, but now they're beginning to be worried and they have been helped by WHO to put things in place. And you know, I was aware that things needed to improve a lot and people are trying to do things. They have very limited uh, personal protection and they had very little in the way of hand washing and soap. There's no hand gel at all in Laos. And so I was becoming more and more concerned about the situation. If the virus does come, um, there's there's nothing in, in the hospitals in Laos to help them or protect the staff or to be able to treat people who are very sick. I think we have one ventilator in our hospital and uh, I'm sure I would really like to have it used on me. So yes, yeah, it's, it's very bad. And you were, you've been doing some work with hand washing and trying to raise awareness of that, haven't you? Yes, I have. I, I, it'd been a big concern of mine for a long time uh, over the last three years. And I thought when it came to COVID, if they don't wash their hands now, we're never gonna get this. They had a new building that they started using for the children's outpatients. And when I went in to look, there was no hand washing at all. There was no sinks even in this new building. There was no pipe work even put in. Um, I think they will have sinks eventually, but they just hadn't done it. And this is how Lao do things. I said to the doctor in charge, you know, I'm really concerned about this. Could I uh, give you uh, some buckets? So um, we had already done this for some of our health centres that didn't have running water and we uh, just got big black um, buckets, but we fitted taps into them. And uh, then we had a washing bowl underneath and we had uh, a thing of soap at the side. And uh, so I said, you know, we've done it in the health centres. Could we do it in your department? Um, just as a temporary measure until you get hand washing. I said, especially with the hand washing situation for COVID-19, we really need to be able to wash our hands between patients and the patients need to be able to wash their hands. She said, yes, yes, that's fine. Anyway, um, I 
then talked to her again. I said, how many would you want? And we talked again. And then I talked to my colleague who gets has them made for us. And uh, we decided to get 10. And so um, last week, uh, the 10 arrived and we arranged for people from four departments to come and pick them up because by then it was growing a bit and um, we taught them about hand washing we taught them how to use them and we also provided uh, clean water filters which we use in our house and we use in our project but they haven't used much in Salavan and certainly never in the hospital and it provides clean drinking water so we were able to teach about that as well and how to use those and so this was a, a really big um, thing for the hospital and uh, then I said to the doctors and some of the other departments um if you need more just let me know anyway the next day i got a list came through and uh, they wanted uh, 16 more so and, and we already did uh, the clean water we did uh, six to start with and they said could they have eight more of those as well so in total we have now fitted 26 of these hand washing stations all over the hospital and the patients are using the, them the staff are using them and uh, relatives are using them and it's been great. That's wonderful and how could we be praying as a fellowship for the situation in Laos and the surrounding region? Um, well I think WHO only a couple of days ago said that the Southeast Asian countries need to do more. Um, I think even still uh, it's tightened up a lot in um, Bangkok this week even as we came in on the plane uh, things changed and they're changing quickly now. The numbers are increasing. Vietnam has closed its borders to people. You can't arrive there. Even with you have a, a visa, you can come in, but you uh, have to be isolated for 14 days. Uh, Cambodia has closed its borders and Laos now has closed its borders. I think there's just one place you can go into the country and it's very you need a visa before you go. Um, and it's very strict now. So things have changed a lot. And the trouble with Laos is that the healthcare system is so inadequate for normal things that in this situation it will not be able to cope and it just does not have the equipment that it needs. It doesn't have the skill it needs. And um, if Laos gets this uh, virus, a lot of people are going to die. So it is very serious. And we're quite concerned for our colleagues that we work with in our organisation because a lot of them are still there and have decided to stay. Um, but if you get the virus, you will not be able to come out. So we know this is quite a, a dangerous situation for everybody. And Alison, you have just come out in the last uh, little while with your husband, having been working there, setting up all this hand washing uh, facilities. Um, yes. Tell me how we can pray for you. Um, well, we we had a reading, um, we were, as we were reading our Bible a few weeks ago, one of the verses that really st stood out for us before we got to this point, it was uh, Proverbs 16, verse 9. In their hearts, humans plan their course, but the Lord uh, establishes their steps. And uh, we have really seen God do that in the last week or so. Um, we had plans, but God had different plans or different steps for us to do on the way. So we don't know why we're out exactly, except we had to come out because of the virus and because of our health needs. Um, but we believe that God has things for us to do here in um, Thailand too. And Thailand is a place that has been very, very hard for Christians to work. And there are very few Christians in this country mainly the Christians are based right in the north and we are quite far south where we are. So if we do nothing else, we will be praying, but 
we will just look for God at work wherever he is, where we are, and uh, we'll just join him. And uh, I'm sure there'll be many opportunities to talk to people over the next few days. So just pray for us. Also, we don't know where we're going. We, we're here for the next uh, nearly three weeks, and then we don't quite know. So it's uncertain times, but we also know that it's very uncertain for everybody in the UK and in other countries too. And so we're all in the same boat. We don't really know what's ahead. And mm. our eyes are are looking towards your way because we have family and we have grandchildren and children and parents and mm-hmm. in the UK too. So so it's a difficult time for all of you, for you and for us. So just pray that we'll see God at work here. Marvellous. Well, Alison, thank you for taking time to share with us from this evening in Thailand. Uh, we're grateful and we will be praying for both for Laos, the work you've been doing, and for God to be merciful and to watch over you. So thank you for sharing. Take care and God bless. Thank you. Well, it's great to hear from Alison and, and a good opportunity for us to remember over 250 CMF members who are working overseas, uh, many of whom have been impacted by the COVID-19 crisis. So please do be praying for them as they adjust to either staying in their situations or being forced to to leave for the time being. We'll be back next time with more Voices from the Frontline. See you soon.